So I was going to share what I was going to share on Sunday, but um, I prayed and the Lord said no. So, um, but I'm really thankful that I get this opportunity to, you know, be put in the place of dependence and trust Him for what He wants me to receive for myself and then what I can share. The first verse I want to read, there's a lot of scriptures here, um, and I feel like that's all I I do is gather all these and just share. But um, the first one is Hebrews 13.5. says, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, Never leave you nor forsake you. And verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And while I was... Um, just spending time with, with God. Um, and I felt this overwhelming um, peace and comfort for the situation I'm in now, where I just can't explain how comforting it was to receive God's thoughts. Um, Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to, the, to them who are called, who are thee called according to his purpose. Um, and we know that all things work together for for the good, and it's His divine good, and He's the cause of all good. Um, Deuteronomy thirty one six says, "Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the the Lord your God, He it is that does go with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you." Deuteronomy thirty three twenty seven. I love this verse. The eternal God is your refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy before you, and shall say, destroy them. And this verse was mentioned this morning, and it's just awesome. Um, Isaiah fifty four sixteen says, No weapon that is formed against you will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in, in judgment you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. And then the main verse that I want to get to is Philippians 4. Verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And when I read that, um, the word always really just stood out. At all times, we are able to rejoice, even when we're going through such trials and passing you know, these deep afflictions that come our way. And the word watchfulness was shared and it came to me that when we when we aren't watch watchful we lose um immediately this joy that that we can re- rejoice in verse 5 says let your moderation be known unto all men the lord is at hand um the word moderation is, is is translated patient and gentle or forbearance. It's the exercise of patience. And yesterday um, we read um, uh, the causeless love, you know, a portion of 1 Corinthians thir- th- uh, 13.4 on uh, the patience of love and how, I mean, it's, it's awesome. It, it really describes... And it has a really good picture of what love is um, and how it's an enduring and active grace. It's just incredible. But verse 5 says, Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. 
And we're to walk in meekness and not reaching out for the temporary things which are going to pass. But we're to be content with all things, as in Hebrews 13, 5. And the next verse um, is our, our command while we're still here. Be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the result is that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I thought, like, what what do I do when, you know, these troubles come my, my way? Who do I go to? Where do I turn to? And we, it says here we're, we're to go to him in prayer. And, and that, that teaches dependence to trust in him. And we can see why in First Peter 5, 7. Cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. And that that word care, um, it, it means to draw in different directions to these these things that come our way. It's pulling us, and it's uh, distracting us. Re- really, it's distracting us from Christ. Hence, it signifies that which causes especially an anxious care. Um, and so verse 7 says, and, and the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Last year sometime he shared on this verse and the word keep really stood out to me. Um, and the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep our hearts. Um, and that word means to be a watcher or to, or to mount guard as a sentinel to, to keep guards so of his peace. Um, guards us. Um, Psalm sixty-two, eight. He wants to. He wants us to pour our heart, our hearts out to him, re- regardless of what we think um, would be the outcome of you know these situations that we're going through, um, and we can count on his timing and his provision. And so I, I want to read this verse. Psalms one, fifteen says. Um, O Israel, trust you in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Verse 10 says, O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. And verse 11 says, You that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. I I love the word refuge. You know, that God is our our refuge. He's he's our shelter, protection from danger. Or distress and even mentally the things we go through he's he protects us psalms 9 9 says the lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed a refuge in times of trouble psalms 28 1 says unto you will i cry o lord my rock be not silent to me lest if you be silent to me i, I become like them that go down into the pit Psalms 31.2 says, Bow your ear to me, deliver me, be you my strong rock, for a house of defense to save me. And this verse, I, I love this one. From the end of the earth will I cry un- unto you when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock, it's Christ that is higher than I. And then the following chapter, Psalm 62, he's, He only is my rock and my salvation. He's my defense. I, I will not be moved. Verse 7, And God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in Him. 
verse 11 says, God has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to him. And just reading these, I remember back when my father was passing away, you know, those two years, um, this verse, I mean, this chapter was like incredible. You know, I read it all the time. Um, but just knowing that he's our, our refuge, he's our source of protection, um, He, and he's the one that keeps us, right? We're kept by his power, First Peter 1, 5. And he constrains us with his love. Second Corinthians 5, 14, for the love of Christ constrains us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all were dead. And I, I love that verse and how we're held together by his love. And knowing through the things we go through that he knows all things. And he knows the end from the beginning in Isaiah 46.10. Declaring the end from the beginning from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Um, Psalms 139. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You, you know my down-sitting and my uprising. You understand my thoughts afar. You encompass my path and my lying down, and you're acquainted with all my ways. And the rest of that chapter, verse 3, you compass me, my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. You know, we're the dot and he's the circle. Everything that comes to us goes through him and how it's through his grace that we are the objects of his love towards us and his care. And immediately I thought of Isaiah 40, 11, he will feed his flock like a shepherd, and he shall gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. The things that we go through that seem impossible. And constantly praying and praying and praying um, through it all. We are the objects that he just love, loves us, whether we see it, whether we realize it or, or not. You know, he's always um, waiting to be gracious. And, and he listens to uh, Psalms 116.2, because he has inclined his ear upon me. Therefore, will I call upon him as long as I live. In all things, instead of, um, I remember sharing on this a while back, um, Psalm 43.5, why are you downcast, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Instead of experiencing that and weighing ourselves down, we were to pray and um, bring our, our request um, known to him with a heart that wants to make itself known. Psalm 62.8, trust in him at all times. You people pour out your heart before him. And when we cast our burdens upon him, who is peace, he imparts to us the peace he is, and then we can experience that. Um, and he's above all that can disturb us or disquiet us or um, discourage. Um, and so I, I, I just want to finish with this. Psalms 119 says, Remember the word unto your servant upon which you have caused me to hope. This Psalms 119.49 This is my comfort and my affliction for you. your word has quickened me. 
and 67 says, Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I have kept your word. It is good for, for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn your statues. Verse 51 says, The proud have had me greatly in derision, yet have I not declined from your law. I remember the judgments of old, O Lord, and have comforted myself. And he comforted himself through the word. Horror has taken hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake the, your law. Your statues have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I have re remembered your name, O Lord, in the night and have kept your law. This I had because I kept your precepts. And um, that last verse, it's choice of the will to let the word rule and govern us. Um, and then the word of God becomes an inner authority. And that comforts us like, like it did with, with Ezra. And so I think that's all I got. Amen. <laughs>